me. Hallelujah. Whew, I don't know if you're not charged up right now. I don't know what it's going to take to get you there because you guys have already set the atmosphere. My God. I'm like, yeah, we all set now? We good? <laughs> Whew. I hope that's not my time up there. <laughs> I'm going to try to get it done in that amount of time, but goodness gracious. The atmosphere has already been set. Glory to God. Woo! Are you charged up? You have to be. Oh, my God. I'm just going to. First, let me just thank um, Bishop and Lady Wash just for the opportunity to be here today. Um, I just, it's a privilege every single time. I, I just count it as an honor. So I thank him. And I just want to thank to the elders, the deacons, deaconess, um, even to the Shiloh family, just thank you all. Um, and just being out here today, that is such a blessing, and that is absolutely something to be thankful for. Because many have not made it, so we're just thankful that he's given us yet another day. Whew, my God. Amen. So I just want to just, oh my God, because God has just been good. I don't know... He's just been good. I don't, I don't even know what to say because he's just been that good. And you have to recognize that every day, every time, every morning you're waking up with breath in your body. Every day you have to be thankful. You can't worry about all the things that are going on around you. You got to be thankful for now. Don't focus on all the little temporary things or the things that irritate you. You're missing out every single day is a blessing that we have. And we have to be mindful of that. Oh, my God. So, Father, we just, I'm just going to start. <laughs> Father, we just thank you. We glorify you. We honor you, Lord God. Lord, you already, atmosphere has already been set, Lord God. We're praying for you to continue to move, Lord God, to touch the hearts of your people, Lord God. For those that may still be wondering what's going on, Lord God, I pray that something now that is spoken is going to prick their heart, Lord God, to cause them to come to you, Lord, to begin to know who you are. So, Father, I just honor you and glorify you. Even now, in Jesus' name, I do pray. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. The, the scripture reading has already been read. Um, it already has been read, so I won't go into that again. But it was 1 Samuel 17, verse 44 through 49. My title for this morning is Challenge Accepted. Challenge Accepted. And in the hearing of the, when the, the scripture was read, you probably felt like, wow, that's pretty harsh. You know, when we're talking about feeding somebody's flesh to the birds and all this other stuff going on. Let me just read that real quick. My goodness. 44, verse 44, it said, And the Philistines said to David, come, come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. And then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord, the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel wow for me as a believer that's powerful because what it's saying is that the enemy is trying to come now and speak some mess I'm I'm just gonna say junk because they would probably know trash and so now as a believer you got to defend yourself against the enemy so when he's coming and saying what he's gonna do it's like you're counteracting but my God is gonna do this 
You have to realize, meaning don't be intimidated by the fact of someone coming in and speaking some words to you when you know who is behind you. The internet is full of challenges, and some are fun and some challenges are dangerous. If you all recall, we had the, they were talking about the ice bucket challenge, where you pour the ice water over somebody's head. Yeah, that's fun. You probably thought, that's, that's nice, that's fun. Then they came out with the one chip challenge, which was eating this, I guess, this hot chip. <laughs> and if you can kind of go so long without having water or anything to drink, I guess that was supposed to be fun. Okay, that was, okay. The lady, there's a thing out now which they call, I don't understand it, but okay, we're gonna slap you in the face or call slap fighting. And the challenge is to slap your opponent in the face as hard as you can until they get knocked out or if they quit. I'm like, who is thinking of these challenges for people to do? But people are willing to do things and in and, and this challenge, people are getting paid for it. I just don't understand, but it's happening. So we know all these challenges are out here. Now we have Goliath who is coming and he's challenging someone to fight him. And he's not saying to fight me until, you know, you, I, I tap out or until maybe someone looks and says, hey, you've had enough. No, he said that someone to come fight him until death. I thought, wow, that's a hard challenge to accept. You want someone to fight until they die, not until you just kind of, you know, knock them out. Or, nope, he said until they die. I said, wow, challenge, the expression challenge accepted is an expression used to show that a person is willing to attempt to carry out a difficult task. A challenge is something new and it's difficult, but it requires effort and determination. And so Goliath issued a challenge to the armies of Israel. Day after day, Goliath will come and taunt the army. 40 days this happened. And all I thought was 40 days, you're coming out here and you're taunting <laughs> this army and all that made me think I had a flashback and all I would think back to when I was younger and I have two friends and they still have, they haven't changed <laughs> but you could not talk too much mess for 40 days they weren't going to tolerate that they, they weren't going to tolerate that if you did that after like only so many hours <laughs> someone's going to kind of they, they're just going to punch they're going to swing they're not going to no more talking. Because if you're serious about what you came for, that means we don't have to waste time talking. We're not wasting time talking. So they talk 40 days, 40 nights, morning and evening, that he came out speaking to the army. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like no one was accepting this challenge. But when David heard Goliath challenge them, David was mad, like, wait a minute. Am I the only one hearing what he's saying right now? That, you know, come out, someone come challenge. Am I the only one? You have this whole army here, but nobody is coming. No one's stepping forward. I don't understand that. David's looking like, do you hear what I'm hearing? Do you hear what I'm hearing? Because he's, but no one's moving. No one's doing a thing. So he was mad about this because he could not believe that someone is challenging the living God. David had a passion for God. And when you have a passion for God and you really have that passion, you don't tolerate anybody just saying anything or the enemy saying anything about your God. It's just not going to be accepted. They were all scared when Goliath challenged them. But David said, challenge accepted. <laughs> challenge accepted. I'm ready for this. And there comes a time when you have to accept the challenge. You have to stand your ground for what you know is right to do. Not all challenges are bad either. Sometimes people think challenges are bad, but no, every now and then we need to be challenged. We need to do something that will push us beyond what we're accustomed to. 
We need to be challenged to move beyond our current routine. Some people are so stuck in routine, it's like, it, it's not challenging you. You've already reached a certain point and you feel almost like honored in a sense, like I know all of this, that's great. But now challenge yourself to do something else because you've mastered that. So why not try something else? <laughs> David did just that. He accepted the challenge to fight until death. That's the challenge that he accepted. Now you gotta remember that David's like, wait a minute, David only came just to kind of check on his brothers, but now he's about to fight. The men of Israel, they were on the battlefield, but they weren't really ready for battle. They were positioned, they were positioned like they were ready to fight and wanted to fight, but they really didn't because they never made a move. And you can't show up, you cannot just show up and do nothing. You can't come out all dressed up like you're ready to go for battle and then do nothing. You're just, you're just there pretending you want to fight, hoping that a fight never happens. And there are some people that are like that when it's time to fight. They're like, oh God, I'm here, but I'm hoping that nobody really fights. Okay, they're hoping nobody really fights because they, really they don't really want to, but they, they had to show up because they're part of your team. But when you say, come on, we're going to fight, everybody got to come, right? Yeah, okay. But some don't really want to fight, so that's okay. But, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> Goliath was intimidating. He was, his sight just alone was intimidating, and he spoke words of intimidation. And based upon his track record, though, he could back it up. <laughs> he, he's a champion. So he's speaking things that he feels as though it can be backed up. He wasn't worried about that. <laughs> but today was about to change. Today is about to change for somebody here. Today is about to change. Because why? You are going to say yes to the challenge. You're going to accept the challenge. When David heard what was being spoken, he addressed the problem right away. He didn't run from it. So when your challenge comes, you cannot run away from it. It's about time that you stand up and address it and face it. He didn't run. We have to eventually face our Goliaths. If David had focused on his size and strength, he probably would not have gone to battle like the other men, but David chose to focus on his God to the point that Goliath didn't even face him. It didn't matter what Goliath looked like because he knew that he had his God backing him. And even though both sides came, they came with an army. The battle was literally fought by just two men, David and Goliath. That was it. Huh. And, and again, it goes back to when you say, like, I, I can only reference things back in, when I grew up in a sense. I know you're probably like, boy, you grew up in a violent neighborhood. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you had to learn how to fight at some point. <laughs> you just did. It's almost like people will come sometimes, you had a group. They just wanted to be there to make sure if it was supposed to be a one-on-one, -on -one, it was going to be a one-on-one, -on -one, and nobody was going to jump in. So, so you have a group there. <laughs> David defeated Goliath not because he had the best weapons. He de defeated him because he had the confidence in God to give him the victory. God wants to use us in mighty ways, but we won't accept the challenge. And maybe today you're thinking, now after this, maybe you'll say, you know what, today I will accept the challenge. Maybe you will. I'm hoping that you do. That you accept whatever challenge that he sets before you so that now you can kind of come up to another place or another level in God. Jesse saw David as his son who tended the sheep, but Samuel was able to see beyond the obvious. He saw beyond age and size. He saw worth and value. 
And you have to recognize what you're carrying on the inside of you. I don't care if nobody else recognizes it, but you have to know what you're carrying on the inside of you. Because sometimes people will try to diminish you or make you feel like you're not, you know, who God says you are. But you have to know who you are and you have to know what you're carrying on the inside of you. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. They don't have the final say. If God said it's what you, who you are, it's who you are. Bottom line, that ends it all. It doesn't matter. Don't debate, debate people about that. Why? God said this is who you are. That's who you are. We know from 1 Samuel 6, 16 verse 12 that David didn't fit the profile of a champion. It said he was ruddy with bright eyes and he was good looking. Now we know people don't go into a battle looking good anyhow, so I'm, you just don't go into a battle looking that way. You go into a battle where you're ready, you're, you're, you got sneakers on. Again, here we go, back in the day, right? Oh my goodness, that's a shame. But yes, you go with, you go with a certain dress attire on. You have sneakers, you have Vaseline, I don't know. You, you have something to make sure. But you don't have earrings in, you don't have your hair done. You have your hair actually tied up. You're gonna have it tied up because you're like, I don't want someone pulling it or what. So you go in, you know, you, you don't go in a certain way. Goliath looked the part. Goliath absolutely looked the part. He was impressive looking and he was intimidating. But guess what? God doesn't care about that stuff. He don't, he's not phased by how you look on the outside. God is going to move when we least expect it. David had no idea that God was about to use, about to use him right now. David was just like I said, he was running an errand for his father. That's all he was doing to go see how his brothers was doing. Fighting was not on his mind. I feel like if it was on his mind, he would have gone dressed for it, I think. <laughs> he would have been better prepared. Because that's just what you do. You were not going with some heels on and some shoe, dress shoes on. Although maybe some people might want to wear dress shoes, I don't know. But you don't do, you come a certain way when it's to fight. This day is about to be Goliath's last day, but it's about to be the start of David's, um, hit, I, I want to say, coming out where people are going to recognize him. And you've got to understand that if you tolerate a Goliath, a Goliath will come in and literally take everything from you. He'll take your territory. He'll take your region. He'll take what, what you have because now he's coming in and you're allowing him to come in to take those things from you. So you can't just, you just can't beat him. You have to destroy him. You have to kill that thing. You don't spend time fighting all the wrong battles. Fighting each other, that's not the battle that we're, we're in. This is a spiritual battle that we're in. And it's a real enemy that we're fighting. So I just want to leave you with four, four experiences that I want to leave you with. When you accept the challenge, it's going to be a scary experience. It's going to be scary. Because you've never, felt, you've never dealt with this sort of, um, shall I say, this, this spirit or, or this type of person it might be that you've never dealt with. So you might be scared because now you have this big old Goliath coming at you all prepared with all this armor on and sword and has everything. Even has a person who goes before him, before he actually gets to him. I'm like, wow, this is serious. And then it's just you though. So you, don't, you can't look at what's in front of you. You can't look at the fact of what he's coming in and how he looks like he's all geared up. You can't worry about that. And then you look at yourself like, well, what do I got? But you have to realize that you do have something because you have the almighty God backing you. You, you, look, at, you look at your Goliath and you're like, wow, all big and mighty and strong. And then you look at yourself and you go, but who am I? But it's not about who you are. It's what your God can do through you. Goliath used words to intimidate the Israel, Israeli army, and his size was intimidating as well. But 
people might look at you and think, people were looking at, I think Goliath was looking at him, and people might look at you and thinking, you're kidding, you're sending this person? You've got to be kidding me. This is the person that you chose to come, to come fight me? You must have some confidence in this person. I, I would, I'd probably be like, wow, that's the person they sent? I don't know, I might get scared. Because then you think you're almighty and strong, and then you see this person that they sent out of all this, this whole army, and you're like, oh, wow, he's coming? Because you can't always look at the fact of what someone looks like. But you don't let intimidation stop you from moving forward. Some people, when they feel intimidated, they feel like they don't know what to say or they don't know what to do, so they do nothing. They allow the enemy to continue to intimidate them, that it cripples them to the point that they won't move forward. They'll retreat. They might start out one way, but when the enemy says a few things or comes in a certain way, they're like, okay, I'm by. They want to go and they want to retreat. But you can't do that. You have to be ready for this battle. You have to be fully persuaded and convinced that God is with you. The second lesson is it's going to be, it's going to be a secluded experience when you accept the challenge because you, you have to go alone. You can't go with a group or a team. You're going alone into this battle. So the next battle that you face, you have to face it alone. God's there, but you still have to move forward. You still have to do your part. You still have to do something. It's just what has to be. And so you just have to kind of continue to recognize the person who's, who's backing you. It's just you going, meaning that you see yourself going, but you have God who is going with you. David said, David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him, which means of him, Goliath. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. For the first time, there was a volunteer. My question to you today is, will you be the next volunteer? Will you be the next volunteer when God comes and says, this is what I need you to do? Will you accept that challenge? The third experience that you're going to have is going to be a steadfast experience, which means you're going to have to learn to stand your ground on some things. That no matter when the, when the storms come, when the struggle comes, it doesn't matter. You have to be able to endure that storm. You have to stand. Haven't done everything you can do, just stand. Believing that God is literally, that he's with you, that he's backing you. You don't back down from the enemy. You can't open up your mouth and say one thing like, yes, I believe God. And then yet when it comes time, you're like, well, maybe I don't because this is harder than what you might have thought it was. But you have to stand your ground. You cannot back down. It doesn't matter. My God, glory to his name. Ha, David did just acknowledge the Lord. He believed in him. And there comes a time when you have to take a leap of faith and accept the challenge. We just can't talk about how good God is and just never take any action to prove it. We have to truly show God that he is the priority, that we are focused on him and not on our giant. My fourth, the fourth lesson is it's going to be a significant experience for us. <laughs> we are going to come out victorious. The Bible said that David hurried and ran to Goliath. He didn't know what he was going to do or even how he was going to do it. He simply believed that God was going to give him the power while he was... To, that God gave him the power when he was tending his sheep. So God's got to give him the power while he's going to go fight this Goliath. And if we fight God's way, we will win. Don't allow others to tell you how to fight your fight. Don't use someone else's techniques or someone else's strategy. This is your fight. This is the fight God gave to you. So you trying to try someone else's techniques or strategies may not work for you. That's okay. You go on what God told you. You go on what he gave you to do it. 
even if it does just a single slingshot. That's what God gave you to use. He didn't tell you to use all this armor. He didn't tell you to put on all the stuff of souls. He said, go with this. That's it. You're going with that and you're going with faith. That's all that you're going into this battle with. So don't worry about saying, oh my goodness, well, he looks this way and this is all I got. If that's all God gave you, that's all that you use. David's only protection against Goliath was a slingshot and stones. That's what David went into battle with. But that's okay. Some people might look, that's so strange. That's all you're going with. This is, this is a military, I mean, an army that you're getting ready to fight. And this is a big guy that you're getting ready to fight. And that's all you're going in with. Because I realized that my God is bigger. That's why I'm going with just what he gave me over here. That's all I need to know. You possess everything you need to win this battle. You face many Goliaths and you've overcome them all. This next win will be significant for you. Not because of you, but because of your God. Because of your God, this next win will be significant for you. My question in my closing, my question to you is, when they said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is your uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this Goliath that you're faced with? Who is it? That's what you got to look at and say, who is it? Because he's no match for your God. Goliaths are real. They're not just a figment of our imagination. We all face various Goliaths. And maybe your Goliath is intimidation. And maybe your Goliath is fear and anxiety. But guess what? You have a God that is bigger. And I have to remind you of that because you have to know that he really is bigger. And maybe your Goliath, you're like, my Goliath is anger. You're always angry about something. I don't know. But the good news is that whatever your Goliath that you're facing, you can defeat it. And you can be the next champion. You may look like a lightweight. Yeah, you may look like a lightweight. That's what you may very well look like. You may look like a lightweight. <laughs> but there's more to you than people can see. And what even you can see in yourself. There's more to you. You have more faith in God than you have fear. You've got to have more faith in God than you have fear. So my thing is to, I'm saying to you today is to accept the challenge. Look your Goliath in the eye and say, challenge accepted. I accept to fight. I accept the challenge to face you. I accept the challenge to defeat you. I accept the challenge to destroy you. I accept the challenge to kill you. This is all you're going into battle with. That's all you're going into battle with. That's what you, it's okay. It's enough. No longer will you sit back and allow the enemy to taunt you and do nothing. No longer. It's not happening any longer. Challenge accepted to your Goliath. No you show up for a battle and not fight if you're showing up you're getting ready to fight so know that you're going into battle get ready but you're going with God no longer will you keep silent and do nothing no longer will you retreat in battle when you come out you're going in the fight get ready you're only going with this you're only going with this you're only going with this but guess what this is power in this alone this alone is what God gave you whatever God has given to you you have the power to defeat what's before you. You have to know that. You might think, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. I can't do anything. But yes, you can do something because God has equipped you for it. God's been preparing you all this time. You have not recognized that? All this time he's been preparing you. David was killing a lion and a bear all that time. Preparing in the routine thing, routine things, the mundane things. It looks like nothing's happening for you. But all that time you've been preparing. And now guess what? When you least expect it, you have to go to battle. You may think you're coming for one thing. You might think you just, it's just regular right now. But God's like, no, this is battle time. 
to stand up because guess what? Everybody else is backing down. They all came ready like they want to fight. But none of them are really ready to fight. But David, you have a heart for me. So I trust you. I can give you this assignment and you're going to go in and you're going to do battle. But you're going to be victorious. Why? Because you're not going in your own strength. You know who you're confident in. You know who has your back. And guess what? You are coming out of this victorious. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 My God. My God. So I want to say to somebody, stop looking at yourself with your natural eyes. And stop beginning to see yourself for who God calls you. Because you're greater than who you think you are. You're greater than what you can see right now. You're more than what you think. And you have to realize that. Sister Michelle, you keep pushing. Keep pushing through whatever it is that you're faced with. You keep pushing through that. Because God is going to see you through. Why? Because he sees what you're doing. He knows that. And he has your back. So don't you be intimidated by whatever's coming your way. Don't worry about that. Understand that God literally has your back. You think he's brought you this far just to kind of leave you? Absolutely not. Absolutely. You got to rise up in what he's given to you. Maybe it don't look like much, but that's all right. What he's given you is enough for you to defeat your Goliath. So you move forward in that, knowing that, believing that believing it because it's the absolute truth praise God Woo! I feel like I just kind of did a quick run through it over here right huh? quick run through but I literally do pray that somebody was blessed out of out of this word if you feel as though you have not you feel as though you know what yeah whatever keep coming because guess what this is only one word you didn't get anything out of this that's okay keep coming Keep coming because God can use you. Don't look at like you ain't nothing. It doesn't matter where you came from. That's what I don't want you to be focused on. It's not where you came from. God is able to do great things as you already heard me say. You know what, I, I, the way I grew up, oh my goodness, you just had to learn how to fight. That's the, just the environment that I grew up in. You had to learn to fight with, with doing things. And then if you got friends that are just like, all they like to do is fight, you're like, woo, you better learn how to fight because they might beat you up. I don't know. Ah, they just might. But you got to learn those things. But I say that meaning learning that who has your back is what you have to realize and what you have to understand. I, I can't help but I got to keep saying that because somebody is still not recognizing who they are in God. You're still not recognizing who you are in God. So when you leave out of here, listen, you ask God, what is it that he wants you to do? And when he tells you, accept the challenge. Literally, accept the challenge. You're like, but I don't have, this is what I came with. Because you thought you, if you knew you were going into battle, you would have gone with something else. But then guess what? who you'd have been depending on? Yourself. You'd have been thinking, oh, I got this because I got my sneakers. I got my, my Vaseline on. You would have thought all those things. But all he simply had was his sling. And so he had to trust God with that. So whatever God's giving you, just trust that. You're not going to your own strength. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Whoo, my God. So my, also, <laughs> whoo. 
my God. Robin, keep on believing God for whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but just keep on believing that what it is that you need, he's going to provide. He's going to make a way out of it. He's going to do something in a way that, yeah, might seem probably strange or it might take time, but he'll see it through. He'll, he'll see it through. So just keep believing God for that. Praise God. So I don't know if you're here and this is your first time and you feel as though, you know what? You don't know God. Or maybe you do and you feel as though you need to make another commitment to God. Then maybe, maybe you do. This is your opportunity to do so. The doors of the church are open. You can come. You can come and give your heart to God. You give it to God. You're not giving it to people, you're giving it to God. And if you're watching, also, you have the opportunity to do that as well. You could be able to call us, email us, to let us know that that's something that you want to do. But if you're here today and you feel as though that's something that you want to do, that you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, that you don't know him, that you don't know the sacrifice that he made for you, that he loves you that much that he died for your sins, rose again, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. If you don't know that, you can have the opportunity to come forward now. You can come forward now if you choose to. That's between you and God. And if you choose not to, that's okay. Maybe he'll prick your heart and you come another time, but that's okay. That's up to you. That's your relationship with him. But just know this, life is short. <laughs> You think you got all the time in the world. You think you got all the time in the world. But that's not true. People are dropping left and right. Just know that. And I'd hate to see that you walk out these doors, drive around the corner, and all of a sudden something happened. And you, didn't, you had the opportunity to give your life and you did not do that. Well, all right. Well, praise God. <laughs> Amen.